0: A special SP presents voice of the fan for Labor Day coming to you from the Go Goat Sports Studio, built by Arbor Lee here at the Iconic Wall Center, downtown Vancouver. If you're looking for a place to stay, no better day, no better place than right here at the Iconic Wall Center. Matt Sikaris alongside Blake Price, Trevor Martins, hitting switches, conducting things. And look, you're accustomed to getting new episodes of. From us on statutory holidays and happy Labor Day. I hope you're taking advantage of the final long weekend of summer here. And today is no different. We have moved away from our Vancouver Media Legends series and may have some episodes with Media Legends going going forward. Totally. Exactly, Exactly. But, you know, today being Labor Day about the working man and woman. And of course, The people who pay good money to be at Rogers Arena and take in Vancouver Canucks games. We thought we'd take this holiday episode in a little bit of a different direction. Our Bodog poll question, check at Securus and Price on Twitter. Bodog, your source, free casino games, poker strategy, and sports odds. Bodog, line of the day from me. Looking forward to the NFL season starting later this week. Look, I cannot see the NFC winning the Super Bowl. I know some people like Philadelphia, but I just look at that AFC. You got Kansas City, you got Buffalo, you got Cincinnati. So I'm going the AFC to win the Super Bowl. Because it's really not that hefty a price, minus 125 on your Bodog line of the day. On the show today, we have a couple of guests. One of them you know, and you know his voice. One of them you know by face. Yes. It is quite a dichotomy. One of them you know very well, but have no (laughs) idea what his name
1: is.
0: (laughs) And one of them is a performer at Rogers Arena. On today's show, Piero Mineta. He is the guy who sits in the seats right behind the Vancouver Canucks bench at Rogers Arena. He has a very distinctive look. He looks like a tough guy. He wears all sorts of bling, but he is a father. He's a small business owner. And for 20 years, he has been sitting in section 117, row three, seats five through eight and grabbing all sorts of camera time on Vancouver Canucks broadcast. If you never miss
2: a Canucks game, I guarantee you <laughs> at some point you have texted a friend and said, "Hey, are you watching the game? <laughs> Who's behind Travis Green right? Who's, Who's behind-, behind Alain Vigneault? Yeah. Who's behind Mark Crawford? Look at that guy." What? Today we talked to that guy. <laughs> and by the way, um just a he's a celebrity though. He's a cele- <laughs> like he he'll tell some stories here. Yes.
0: People will come up to him everywhere. Places he's been recognized. Sometimes they get it. Sometimes it's the "I know you from somewhere." Yeah. How do I know you? Which stands to reason. Uh huh. He's been attending Canucks games thirty-seven years. He brought his boy into studio, Francesco, who watched him do the interview and and we asked him, you know, just hey, tell us some stories from the things that you've seen and heard. With such proximity to that Vancouver Canucks bench. So, Piero Mineta, one of our guests today. And thanks to Piero for coming on down to the Go Go Sports Studio. And our second guest is Juggy Bajwa, or as you knew him, Juggy and Delta. Mm-hmm. And I had not put it together. I I vaguely, I don't vaguely, I recall a caller to the old 1040 station Juggy. But I didn't realize it's the guy who's become one of their regular anthem singers. And when I first heard him
2: sing, I had no idea either. Mm. Like, did voice didn't really twig and match. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. I mean,
2: he's beautiful voice, and the way he
0: delivers the anthem is fantastic.
2: But you know, if you hadn't made that connection, folks, you'll 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 make it now when you hear him chat. And he was on. I
0: don't fifty percent of the post game oh, shows. Was, well, when we got him on, and for those who don't know, Juggy is visually impaired. When we got him on our program here for recording interviews, the first thing he said to me is, "Matt, great to talk to you and Blake again." And I messaged with Juggy over the years on um, DM, just telling him how much I enjoyed his anthem performances, Rogers for you. But it was only then that I put it together. Ah. This guy's the old ten forty caller, mm-hmm. and of course, because he's visually impaired, the radio broadcast of the game is quite meaningful, to for him. sure. And particularly, the play-by-play folks, and right now it's Brendan Baffler, but of course, previously, John Shorthouse, Shorthouse and Rick Ball and everyone who sat Jim Houston, him. yeah, Jim Houston. You know, a lot of teams do a simulcast, Blake, but describing. Where the puck is, and everything you would get to paint the picture on radio is something that Juggy is partial to.
2: Well, the uh, the legend um, says that you know hockey radio broadcast might be the hardest oh, ones, so
0: hard to uh, to to get right. Fastest game on earth, yeah, right. Don't have those moments of. Pause. Sometimes the puck is on two to three
2: sticks. And how do you communicate what you just saw? A lightning quick sequence of three passes. Right. It t- it took one second. How do you describe that properly? Yeah, exactly. You're going to need several. Al Michael so said Al Michaels has done it all. He says hockey radio is the toughest to oh, do. Oh, for sure.
0: For sure. Not surprised to hear that in the least. So, anyways, without further ado, Piero Manetta is first. We'll come back after him, unpack a little bit, and then Juggy Bajwa, who is joined by one of his collaborators, mm-hmm. Justine on Green. It's a uh, they got a couple of singles out, so and a group that has formed. So, congratulations to Juggy, and of course, this is and Price Show. A special S and P presents, like every other S and P show, a presentation. of... Of Applewood Auto Group, we're right now at Applewood Nissan Surrey, Applewood Nissan Langley, Applewood Nissan Richmond. You can get into the 23 Kicks from $65 weekly, the 23 Sentra from $83 weekly, the 23 Cash Guy, that's the all-wheel drive, at $76 weekly. Because, Blake Price, it is all good at Applewood. Happy Hour brought to you by Yellow Dog Brewing Neighborhood Brewing Workshop Spirits and the Penticton V's season well underway. It means it's time to visit the Neighborhood Watch. It's a vendor experience at the South Okanagan Event Center. Enjoy your favorite neighborhood beers while attending any event or a Penticton V's game. And Blake and I have been there several times. Fantastic vantage point. End of the workday. Treat yourself to a Yellow Dog neighborhood or workshop spirit. No matter what you're buying, folks, when you're out in the world
2: looking for this, that, and the other, I think you want to support businesses that you feel good about supporting. You can feel good about supporting the Applewood Auto Group. Uh, They've made the car business and communities around them a whole lot better with their work in the community. Go and find out why it is indeed all good at Applewood. Visit them online anytime at applewood.ca.
0: Well, for the last 20 years, the camera pans the home bench at Rogers Arena. The coach has got his arms crossed, looking angry, and there's a guy behind him. Player's bench erupts with glee after a goal, and between all the hands and gloves and helmets, there's a familiar face there. 20 years, our next guest, Piero Minetta has been sitting in Section 117, Row 3, Seats 5 through 8 at Rogers Arena. And he joins us in studio here. Great to meet you.
3: Thanks, guys. Good
0: morning. Thanks for uh, inviting me down. Well, we've been watching you for 20 years. Did I age? (laughs) Not really, to be honest. (laughs) And and, and, uh, I was telling you before we started recording... If I had a penny for everybody who had messaged in over the years back at the old radio station, who is that guy that sits behind the Canucks bench night in and night out? So, Piero, tell us about yourself. Who is that guy? Oh,
3: an everyday guy that uh, works hard, plays hard. Family guy. I get a lot of the stuff that uh, people say, this guy's connected to the mafia, he's part of the Italian Federal. What What's this guy all about? Blah, 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 blah. Just an everyday Joe for the family, wife, kids, and... Everything's great. We've had season tickets since nineteen eighty six. We've had those particular seats for the last twenty years. Um, people have seen my kids grow up there. Yeah. Especially during COVID. We didn't go to a game for I guess two years. And then I brought my kid to the first game and they saw, Who's the new kid beside us? That's my son. He grew like eight inches during <laughs> COVID. So but it's uh it's a, a great experience. Mm-hmm. I, I you know what, I enjoy watching the team, the players interact, mm-hmm. the coach. More than I do watching a game. If I miss yeah, a goal, yeah. or something, really? I, I watch the screen. It's unbelievable. Like one one incident, I was watching torts one game, and it was a young Finnish player. It must have guy, must have been about eighteen, but he looks like about fourteen because they're, they're so young looking. And torts just reamed right out of him. You could see tears coming down the guy's eyes. I felt so. He made him sit at the end of the bench. I felt so sorry for the guy, and uh, yeah, he just reamed into it for about a minute. Just you know, just berated him. And the guy started crying, and I just felt, felt so sorry for him. But stuff like that, mm-hmm. interaction stuff. Back in the day when the fights were happening, the jawing back and forth, all that stuff, you can read it. You mm-hmm. can hear it a lot of times. Mm-hmm. When Torch was the coach of the Canucks, he made, he made the Canucks put doors on the entrances so he couldn't hear nothing. Mm. And the minute he got fired or laid off, they took the doors away. He didn't want anybody to hear him berate people and stuff Mm. like little things like that that people don't notice right so you're an insider
0: of sorts pretty well yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) and then you get to be friends with uh with the trainers Mm -hmm. i've been invited down to play golf in phoenix with tony the trainer for the arizona Mm category the trainers from chicago really good the the doctor from toronto uh, from chicago i got him the headphones that i got for my kids he goes where do you get that stuff from we don't have any in chicago I said, I'll bring him the next game. This is during the playoffs. And he goes, you sure? I said, yeah. So he thought I was just joking or something. The next game I had two. He goes, you brought me two? I said, for "Both for both of your boys. Yeah. He goes, oh, thanks, But He went back, got me a cane and taste stick, and gave them to my kids.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, so you, you, know, you go early, do you, and sort of uh, hang out around the bench and chat either with Either that or we,
3: we, we usually chat during the game. Like no I, know, I know Johnny, the stick boy from the con- You know Johnny? Mm-hmm. He's yeah, been yeah. there for, forever. Yes. So I get to know him. I mean, I know him, and then we, he introduces me to the trainers and everything. And we pass... I pass candy to them, jujubes and stuff, and then they pass me stuff back, and, it's, and you get to know them over the years. So, so what, all the talk about who is this guy and what he does for a living, that got back to you, huh? Oh, 100%. My son is all over it on his phone and Facebook and stuff, and he tells me all the time, and, yeah, we get it all the time. Mm-hmm. I get phone That's calls insane. and stuff. And
0: Give me a, a story or two of a time when the camera panned the bench in your seats where your son's phone blew up? Where suddenly you started hearing from everybody? You saw it on TV. Oh my God! I've had different people doing different stuff, <laughs> eating too much popcorn,
3: but from picking their noses. From oh, I got a friend of mine, JJ, who's probably listening to us right now, had his finger right up his nose. He got on camera, and he and he's and his phone blew up across Canada. His he had messages from everybody. It was all over Instagram. It was quite quite hilarious. But you get a lot of little things like that. Mm-hmm. So, so for good. the record,
0: yeah. You're the owner of Van Burn Construction, started in 1984. You started it with your father. Correct. hmm Yeah. Started it from there. And then we were, my dad was a big hockey fan too. He loved the
3: Canucks. And, uh, we, um, when we first lived in East Van, we lived a block away from the stadium, from the PNE. Right. And, uh, then I think the Pacific Hall team got built in 68 or 69 for the 70 Canucks mm-hmm. and, uh, he was working all the time. So he didn't have a chance, but after we built the business. He wanted to get tickets. Let's get some season tickets. So in 86, we uh, we purchased some tickets. We were up in the, in the blues at the old Coliseum. And then a season or two after that, we went down to the Reds. And then when they built uh, Rogers Arena, we, we moved over there. Mm-hmm. So, so w-
2: when you went to Rogers, mm-hmm. was it your goal to get behind the bench? Had you had those seats before? How that you happened by
3: total fluke. Mm. We, had, uh, we had seats. I think at 114 in the corner. But I wanted to get more into the, the center. So mm-hmm. at the time, I knew Dave Cobb. Right. Dave Cobb and me grew yep. up together and played soccer all our lives together. Mm-hmm. So I phoned Former Dave. Former
0: Canucks and Van Ock exec. Exactly. Yeah.
3: And now he's with uh, Jim Patterson. He's mm-hmm. CEO of Jim Patterson, right? Mm-hmm. So he, um, I reached out to him. I said, Dave, I, I, I got to get in the middle. Okay, well, come to relocation night, and we'll see what we can do. So we came up the relocation night, and uh, there was those four seats. Somebody, I guess, left. I don't know why, what happened. I looked down there and I said, you know what, it's a little bit too close. The players are going to be standing in front of you, the coaches are going to be standing. How much of this game are we going to watch? So then I was debating, and then I said, you know what, okay, I'll take those, and if I don't like them next year, I'll relocate again. So we took them. The first game we got on, the cameras got on us, everybody blowing up, and then uh, and then I got to see all the players and in the inter- I said, These are the best seats in the house. Thank God I took these seats. It was 50 50 that I wasn't going to take them. Yeah. And it, it ended up pan out. It worked out well. Some people don't like to look through the glass. You're okay
2: looking through the oh,
0: glass? I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Are I'm, you a local celebrity around town, Piero? Do people stop you on the oh, street going, Man, you look malls, familiar?
3: Dinners, <laughs> restaurants. We've been to. Do they know where they've seen you? Or do they like. No, 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 no. Most of the people know, and then then some people will say, I know you from somewhere. somewhere. Where where have I seen you somewhere like this? I said, America's Most Wanted. (laughs) 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 They go, No, 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 not that. That's it. And then I said, You watch Canuck games? You go, That's Mm -hmm. it. You're Mm -hmm. on the Canucks. And I said, Yeah, yeah. We've been to LA. We've been to uh, Phoenix. We've been to uh, Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. If we're not in the airport, down there. One time, this is a different, this is a hell of a story. We're in Vegas. There's about 10 of us, guys. We all went there for our 50th. So we're in Vegas, we're at the uh, Flamingo pool, sitting on, and the pool is jammed with people on a Saturday, and the guy was way over on the other side of the pool. He could have been a little bit tipsy. I don't. He started screaming. Ah! The whole pool stopped looking at this guy. He started walking across the pool because it's only about five feet deep. He's walking across, and there's all of us sitting underneath the tent at Cabana, sitting there suntanning this and that. I know you. And the whole place is looking like I was a movie star or something. I know you. I know. You! All my friends are laughing because they know where this is going. <laughs> He goes. You're the guy behind the Canucks' bench. We love you in Edmonton. We're all from Edmonton. We love you. We see you all the time. Oh my God! Can I take a photo with you? Listen, I, I, everybody was howling. So yeah, oh it happens gosh. all the time. Yeah. yeah. It well, happens we'll all be taking
0: photos here in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, you're uh, you're getting new neighbors. You're in a new neighborhood with this VIP section yes. that is coming to Rogers yes. Arena. Yes. But you're not moving. You're. I'm not your, moving. Yeah. I'm
3: not moving. And uh, we had this meeting, and I told. Michael Doyle, the president at the time, that we don't want to move. I've been here for a long time. We love mm-hmm. these seats. And at first I thought we were going to get moved. We didn't end up getting moving. Uh, apparently rows three, four, and five didn't get touched. And hopefully it stays like that because mm-hmm. uh, we're life, lifelong fans and we want to stay there. We yeah. enjoy them. I'm going to pass them on to my kids. you and got an I emotional attachment to this hundred percent, yeah. 100%. doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they do well or if they don't do well. We're always there supporting through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they sprung this on us and – like everything else in life, you know what I mean? Everything's going corporate. Mm-hmm. Everything is about the almighty dollar. And uh, it's... Um, Did you think you were gone
2: at some point when you heard about the section? Yes. Session? yes.
3: Yeah. yes. I, um, I'm good friends with uh, Patty O'Neill, the yeah. trainer of the Canucks. And yeah. uh, he phoned me the night before. And uh, I guess he caught wind of it first being an employee there. And he uh, mentioned it to me. And then I got the email the next night. And they invited us all down to the captain's room for a complimentary dinner, I guess, to schmooze all of us and everything. And... Nobody really knew exactly what was going on. And then they, um, everybody had little bits and bit, but 100% nobody really knew. And then after a while, they, they had the big meeting, the big spiel and everything else that they were going to go corporate. We had first shot at it, at the seats. They gave us a first, but you know what? It, was, uh, it gets really pricey for people, mm-hmm. right? You can't... Uh, Actually, the normal working man. To yeah, but you get the concerts, Pierre. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs>
2: and you get the, but the, you get the new room. <laughs> Let periods. me tell you, I
3: love concerts. Yeah. I, don't get me wrong, but I don't like every concert. Everybody yeah. has their likes, right? Yeah. And and like I said, if I want a burger or a hot dog, I'll go get one or something. I mean, it's not worth that. I mean, the whole the whole the whole experience would be beautiful and everything. But like I said, an mm-hmm. everyday guy that, that that a working person, it's pretty hard. But to the go good news it.
2: is for them, for the Canucks' sake, is that you're not moving, and you're there every night. Yes, and if there's one thing we've learned about corporate ticket buyers in the sporting realm,
3: they don't actually go every night. No, they don't. If, if you watch the uh, Montreal Canadiens, Toronto Maple Leafs, they have, they have what you call the President's Club, mm-hmm. same sort of ideal. Michael Doyle, who's the president of the Canucks business, was uh, president of Maple Leaf Gardens business at, at the time, I guess, Maple Leaf Entertainment. And I guess he's trying to bring them back the same concept they had there. So, you know, if you look at the games, everybody's in a suit and tie. Nobody's really screaming and yelling. Nobody's. There's no yep. movement. It's all serious and no no kids. No. There's no family atmosphere. You know what I mean? I guess they kept the first three rows because a lot of kids, family atmosphere, and they want to see guys in a blue jeans and t-shirts and just your everyday Joe and mm-hmm. enjoy the game, right? They don't want to see empty seats because they know all the guys in the front row. They're there. They're they're there. Mm-hmm. You know, if they if they're not there, they're passing on their family members or whatever. But the corporate guys, if nobody in the office is going or whatever, they stay empty. It doesn't look good, right?
0: Yeah. Well, it's funny because. They're all in suits, suits and ties behind the Leafs and Habs bench. In Toronto, it's because they've rushed over from Bay Street. In Montreal, it's because they choose to dress that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true too. That's true too. Um, Pierre, last question: Thirty-seven years of Canucks season ticket holder, and you were telling me before we started that really, you know, there's not much they could do to alienate you. You enjoy it as an experience with the family, and that's what continues. to Hundred percent, Hundred percent. Because you've got your gripes with the club and with the... band. You know, I think like everybody it's been
3: a does. tough decade. Here. Everybody does. Everybody does. You know, it's it, it was nice. Uh, it was nice in the early two thousands. You know, they had the Mark, Mark Crawford thing, and then they had uh, the run at the two thousand eleven. But after two thousand eleven, everything. You know, from then to now, and through thick and thin, I'll, I'll stick with it. I enjoy it. The kids love it. Their friends love it. And mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's it's a night out. What else are you going to do on a on a week or a weekend on on on, on a
0: Wintry December yeah. night, you know, if there's not much to do, so that's our it's our night out. You know, well, my friend, um, it's great to finally put a name and a voice to the guy that we've been seeing behind the Canucks bench all I these years. And don't go changing. Much. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm
2: not, I'll, never, I'll,
3: I'll never change. It. I'll never change. And you know what? There's a lot of times where I see a story, a feel good story, something. I donate tickets to people that you know would love to go to see a certain team or a certain game mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? you know, handicapped kids and stuff like that. So sometimes I'm not there because of that, that reason, mm-hmm. you know, I donate a lot of, uh, high school and school functions and stuff. So everybody loves the experience mm-hmm. and they always come phone back and thank me and stuff. And it's, it's, it's a totally different game down there, mm-hmm. you know, compared mm-hmm. to other seats there. Cause you get to see and hear everything. And, uh, once you're down there once, people keep phoning me. Can I get another game? Can I get another? <laughs> not for the hockey. I don't care what game you give me. Just, you know, let me go down there, and it's 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 quite an experience.
0: Fun. Well, there you go, everybody. He is not what you thought he was. Mm-hmm. He is forever a Canuck, 37-year season ticket holder, 20 years behind the bench. Thank you, Piero Menes No, thanks for having me down here, guys. And you know what? I'm going to have you guys go down there, sit down there
3: for oh, a game. Oh, there, there you I like go. it now. Now we're talking. I'm have <laughs> you guys down there, and you guys uh, go experience
0: the, the – uh, Now, Blake uh, – no picking your nose. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
3: It's
0: a Carson Price from Wall Center a presentation of Applewood Auto Group,
2: and the Applewood Auto Group has so many great cars under its umbrella. First and foremost, just might be the Mitsubishi Outlander. If you head to the Richmond Auto right now, you can take one for a test drive. Plug-in variety. So convenient at home. You wake up in the morning, boom. Full tank of not gas. Full tank, though. And that can help you run all your errands for a day. You might not have to fill up your gas tank for weeks, if not months. Doesn't that sound tantalizing, given the prices today?
0: Spoken like uh, someone who knows Blake Price. I haven't
2: come close. I haven't even had to <laughs> think about the gas station. You can do that, too, in a Mitsubishi or Go to Applewood Mitsubishi.
0: Bodog poll question. Check at Sikerson Price on Twitter for today's Bodog poll question. Bodog line of the day for me. I said earlier in the show, taking the AFC to win the Super Bowl here on an NFL future. Here's another bet I like. And just because you have several outs, you can bet the winning division for the Super Bowl. AFC North, you've got Cincinnati, good team. You've got Baltimore, good team. I even think Cleveland's got a snowball's chance with the quarterback now, Deshaun Watson, plus a pretty good defense. So get three kicks at the Super Bowl out of the AFC North, and if one of them comes through, it pays plus 500, 5-1 on your Bodog line of the day. When we turned the microphones off with Piero after a, Fantastic session, and there was a conversation that preceded yes. the actual interview. We did three shows, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And thank you to him for making time from his his company, Van Burn Construction. His son Francesco was sitting here on the couch of the GoGo Sports Studio, just big smile on his face, just looking at his dad, and sort of looked at me, and we both sort of understood what was going on. I said, "Pops has been waiting his whole life to tell that story." I go, "You don't even know them." <laughs> <laughs> all the times. And, like, Blake, I can remember being in front of the 1040 inbox and people, like, speculating, like, that guy behind the Canucks bench, he's a gangster, he's a drug lord, he's a this, he's a mafia, he's a this, he's that, like, just going through all sorts of slanderous, he's he's a teddy bear.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wants to give away his tickets to, you know, People less to you know, you know, with with less to work with yeah. than, than he does. I mean, mm-hmm. he's uh,
0: just a just a gentleman. Honestly. Yeah, he sure is. Uh, so enjoyed that conversation, and so enjoyed this conversation with one of the names and voices you know from Rogers Arena and the anthem. Here's Juggy Bajwa. Well, our next guest is an internationally acclaimed visually impaired performer. You see him at Rogers Arena, where he is the soulful singer of the anthems but Blake you knew him as Juggy from Delta way back in the day on the post game show it's our pleasure to welcome Juggy Bajwa to the program how you doing my man hey <laughs> hey good how are you guys doing fantastic we're delighted for all your success but thank you so you, much you were just reminis- reminiscing with Blake about the old days when you were a regular on the post game show yeah,
4: yeah, I used to take too much of Blake's airtime. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, what, at 11 o'clock you know, at
0: night, Juggy, I was happy to give
2: you all of it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, especially playoff post-game shows, right? Uh, they would go on for hours, but, you know, um, it's uh, honestly just kind of coming full circle here and, and all of that. And, you know, it's just been, uh, I've always been a fan of you guys uh, growing up. And you know, I'm I'm really loving the fact that you guys have started this uh well it's been it's been a while now, but this is a Harrison Price podcast, which has been doing super, super well. And um it's it's just great to hear you guys and, and great to hear the sports updates and and all the talk, you know, and, and all the insiders you guys get. Um, you know, so it's it's amazing and and uh, I really hope that this just keeps continuing and, and blossoming into to bigger and better things as well as we go along
2: we talk about the demise of sports radio all the time, uh, because that's where we came from, of course, but, um, Hey, sports radio is pretty important for, for visually impaired folk. Uh, I mean, uh, it it was the way that you saw the game, if you will. Right. I mean, uh, the radio call must've been uh, just
4: a part of your life. Oh, and, and, you know, it's, it's really interesting that you say that because, you know, especially when we had the team, back in the day, right? Yeah. You would get all sorts of different people, right? You know, from uh from the sort of cross insiders that we had from from TSN and uh, Sportsnet and stuff and then you just hear all these different perspectives and for me that really helped visualize the game. We've got some really good commentators. Um we've got uh, a lot of really good um you know, TV personalities like Shorty as well. So it's 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 been Really, really good that way. I think the sport of hockey is just one of those very accessible sports um, that you can, you know, with with, with time and stuff, it's it's uh, something that you can really get into.
0: Well, not only the radio call being important to you, Juggie, but the descriptive call, right? Like I know a lot yep. of teams just try and simulcast now but the TV guy is pretty much going to let the pictures do a lot of this talking That's for right. him. You need the yeah. radio guy who's telling you where the puck is and all of that setting the scene.
4: Yeah. Well, even on TV, like Cheech and Shorty were, you know, obviously Cheech uh, got, you know, God bless him. And, you know, he's, yeah, he's retiring or semi retiring, but, um, you know, I, he, just the way he even described the game and he would repeat, uh, he would repeat certain phrases too. So like, it's like you're sort of visualizing it and then he's repeating it again. So it's like stuck in your head and uh, you know, the way shorty also, it, you know, even if when it was on radio or now that it's on TV and, and, uh, and, and uh, bachelor and all those guys, like they, they, they've obviously uh, really, really put a lot, put a lot of work into to what they're doing to, to make it really, really good for everybody to to listen to.
2: So when did your hockey fandom start? How long, how long have you been on? A hockey fan, Canucks fan?
4: (laughs) So I would say probably starting, um, I mean, I was always a Canucks fan, obviously growing up. I didn't really become a fanatic until, and and obviously this will be like, well, obviously, right? 2011 Cup run, you're, you know, you're on a ride and, and it was the President's Trophy season, right? And you're just like, you know... I I started actually reading a lot of hockey books that year. Um, you know, just like, uh, just like fiction books. Um, uh, like uh, there was this one called Finney Walsh. I remember it was about this like hockey goalie. Um, and, and so I, I really started to get into more of it then. Like I, I grew up with my brother already watching Canucks hockey and stuff. So uh, that's where it really began for me. It was actually during that president's trophy season.
0: What did it mean for you then to, sing the anthem for the first time at Rogers Arena what does it continue to mean to you juggy to be able to perform at that venue in front of those Canucks fans
4: that's such a good question because it it honestly when it really comes down to it it just feels super surreal like i i just never thought that um i'd get the response that i i have gotten um you know even even with the first i, I remember um, the the way I actually got that performance was I was um, putting up Instagram covers and uh, like just music covers on Instagram. And um, it was during COVID. And um, I, I got an email from the Canucks saying, Hey, we actually need someone for a Visaki game. And we heard your stuff. And, you know, would you be willing to come out and do a Visaki game? And and whatnot and this was you know obviously the covid shortened season so um it was honestly just just being there and it it was an empty arena and obviously like being in front of a crowd is completely different but even just that whole feeling and the, the amount of response that I got from that performance and the subsequent performances that have followed I mean it's honestly everyone's love that's uh that's the encouragement that's really helped me keep this all going.
2: This is going to sound a little bit drippy here, but um, like your fandom shows through while you do the anthem. Like it, it, you can tell that you are, you are enjoying it and that you you're loving to be there. And, and obviously the South Asian community is a, is a great base and stuff, but you connect with everybody. And it, it, I think just, it's the fandom. I think people can tell how jacked up you are to, to have this kid. Shines through of everybody. <laughs> Yeah,
4: <laughs> thank you guys. I mean, honestly, it's uh, it's it's honestly all of your guys' support too. You know, always uh, growing up um, and stuff, listening to you guys and listening to the people on the shows and and all of that too. Um, I, I just always knew, like, uh, I th- I think you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to sports and and music, um, we it's they're both mediums where we can all be brought together. And I felt the same way with sports, and obviously music has has always been my passion. So, um, you know, it's it's been amazing that way.
0: Well, we know the Canucks have put out a call for other anthem singers this year. We were talking about this earlier in the summer, Juggy, because of course some teams have the single anthem singer that does every game. The Canucks have moved to a model where yourself, Marie Huey, Elizabeth Irving, uh, you have regular anthem singers but not in every night and now a call to have others come out and perform are you behind that i mean you got your break right only stands to reason that others should get their break with the anthem at the at the home game right
4: that's you know what um i i definitely feel that way i think vancouver in general has a lot of talent um and i think that we you know i've been performing for many many years i was actually um one of my one of my biggest breaks is I, I got to sing uh, for a few Bollywood movies and uh, I was also on uh, an Indian reality show equivalent to American Idol um, in 2016 and uh, there was like 150,000 people who auditioned um, and by God's grace I made it to the top three so um, you know, it's it's just things like that.
2: So when you were calling into me on the post game show, you were already famous, <laughs> and I didn't know the Juggy and Delta was
4: famous. Is that what you're telling me? I did call you in 2017. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that. And I was complaining about how hot it was, and Matt goes, "Oh, you poor thing! Like it's January. It's <laughs> cold in Vancouver. Like, come on, man! <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm I, I new really Juggy to rub it in." <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, for me, I think I, I think really, really comes down to is that we got we got a lot of talent here and, um, you know, and it, it's good to, to see more of that coming out in the open.
0: Well, speaking of talent, um, folks, he just he doesn't just sing at Vancouver Canucks games. As a matter of fact, he's got a new project here. They call it tonal vision and it's our pleasure to welcome in his collaborator, Justine the Green, here. Hi Justine, how you doing?
1: Hello, I am amazing. How are you?
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, tell us about getting together with Juggy here and what you guys have created.
1: Yeah, well so first of all, um I just want to say thank you so much uh for for having both myself and Juggy here. Um you know I'm very familiar um with your story and, and how this podcast uh got started and um, you know, I used to do podcasting uh, back in high school as a part time job. And so I just wanted to say that, um, I'm incredibly inspired by the adversity that uh, you have faced as a team. And the way that you kind of turned that around and turned it into this beautiful um, podcast that you're that you're working with um, now, um, so just wanted to get say that very but, kind, um,
0: Justine, very kind. <laughs> but uh, if anything, <laughs> yeah. you two are the inspiration. I assure you. Tell us about Total Vision.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. So um, my name is Justine On Green. Um, I am living here in Vancouver as well. Um, I actually grew up in Edmonton, um, and then I moved out to Vancouver to study uh, music business. Um, and I stayed here. I fell in love with the city and, uh, ended up staying here. Um, I go back and forth to LA a fair amount. Um, so it just made sense to stay here and, and, uh, do that. So the reason I moved here, like Juggy was saying, like, there's a lot of talented people in this music scene and in this city. And so I just thought that, you know, if I was going to stay in Canada, it's a, it's a good place to be. And, um, I've enjoyed my time here. So me and Juggy have been friends for about four or five years, um, and we started working um, w- basically like we hung out a lot during COVID. Like, Juggy was at my uh, at my apartment almost every weekend <laughs> during COVID. We hung out a lot, um, and so you know from that we kind of just had this idea of, hey, like we listen to music for literally hours and hours and hours every single weekend. Like, we should probably do something with that. Um, and so that's kind of how Tonal Vision was was formed. So um, I do a lot of the production. Um, for tonal vision, um, on the outside, I work as a, uh, songwriter. I've gotten a pitch to a few top 40 artists, um, music producer as well. Um, and so we kind of just put our skills together and this is what we have.
2: Mm. And, and so what, what, uh, what does this project look like? Where can people access it? What, what's the rollout? Uh, give us some details.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we've been, um, we've been releasing, uh, music for the past couple months, um, so our first single we dropped in July, and then we just dropped a new one, All Your Love, uh, a, about a week ago, a week and a half ago. Um, and it went really well. Uh, everything's on Spotify. Uh, to access that, it's just song.link A-Y-L. Um, or you can go to uh, Instagram, which is This Is Tonal Vision. And uh, we have about a single a month coming out. So we've got lots of stuff going on right now, for sure.
0: Juggy, a word or two on uh, Tonal Vision and the project you got going on with Justine.
4: Yeah, you know, I think Tonal Vision uh, for us. And and by the way, you know, Justine just mentioned she's from Edmonton, so um, she's an Oilers fan. Uh, we we'll don't forgive we, her. We'll forgive <laughs> her.
0: A very I've infiltrated.
4: <laughs> a very
0: magnanimous <laughs> of you, Juggy.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, Blake, you're you're a Jets fan too, right? I mean, you, you, you grew up.
2: Well, Jets one 0. my Jets don't exist anymore. Oh so yeah, yeah, I, I, that's a, that's my distinction. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> that makes sense. And then how about you, Matt? You were you were uh, uh were were you not a Sens well, fan?
0: Well, no. See, the Sens were um quite late uh, to Ottawa by the time I was, you know, like I was quite old when they got there. So I was a Flames fan as a kid, though. We lived in Calgary for a few years, and I was absolutely a Flames fan for a while.
4: I'll forgive you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that's actually one of the things we also bonded over was, was hockey. Um, and, and so Justine and I, uh, we, we would listen, well, we still listen to a lot of music. We'll watch a lot of hockey. Uh, we'll have some, you know, friendly rivalry sort of trips every now and then. Right. So it's, it's honestly, um, it's, it's been great because I think Tonal Vision has really given us an avenue to uh, use our um, expression. You know, I think music is one of those big things where you can really use a lot of your expression, uh, you know, to um, get out the, the words that you want to get out, um, you know, through, through everything that uh, we do. And so Tonal Vision uh, is a... Uh, we, we're a electro pop duo so we we specialize in, in sort of like the, the pop genre but we do like to add uh world elements um you know you know obviously being from different cultures we our, our goal basically through tonal is to um bring everyone together uh musically um you know as a as a society I think we we you know I've I've grown up as a spiritualist. I I think that we have so much to give as people and and i think through our music that's one of the biggest things that we want to to you know send is is to make happy music but also music that can can hopefully you know touch people and and bring them to to a place of zen and calm and and you know just just a little away from uh society's everyday sort of you know work home work home that kind of vibe Mm. so uh yeah that was really the the thing that 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 did it for us
0: well, um, last question here, Juggy, do you know your first uh anthem gig at Rogers Arena this year?
4: My first gig right now. Uh I will uh definitely let everyone know pretty soon. Okay. Um but uh Secret yeah, everyone. So <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely uh really excited uh to, to be back at the rink uh, this year and and um,
2: I'm gonna pencil you in for opening. Yeah,
4: I'll wait till you announce and, it. But I am pencil you. You me. know, he will look
0: <laughs> resplendent there at center <laughs> ice, sing, uh, singing yeah. the anthem. Uh, Oof! What
4: what a game too. That'll be the Oilers in the. That's Canucks. right. You yeah. and Justine
0: will uh, have to. Uh, be in your separate corners for that one before you get together
1: yeah, yeah we definitely will yeah yeah um, be civil be exactly. civil
0: everyone right. have a 24-hour yeah. period
1: um, we'll, we'll see i can't no promises no
0: promises. juggy um you made our community better you made our old radio station better you've made uh, the Connects oh, community you. better you're an absolute inspiration uh, you, you guys are too. kind we're <laughs> huge 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 fans we wish you nothing but success. We're so glad you found uh, Justine on green here in the connection on Tonal Vision. All your love, kissed your lips, are the singles and more to come. Be looking for them. And of course, we will look for you at Canucks Games singing the anthems this year. Justine, thanks very much for making time. Juggy. much appreciated. Thanks to you both. Thank you so
4: much, guys.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: Mr. some Price from Wall Center. Presentation Apple Auto Group. You can text us 778 402 9680. It's the Great Clips text message inbox. Great Clips.
2: It's going to be great.
0: Bodog poll question today. We ask you to check at secure some price for our most recent Bodog poll question. Bodog, your source, free casino games, poker strategy, and sports odds. Bodog line of the day. Blake Price, what you like? Who you uh, got. I,
2: I just love the momentum of the European players at the end of this PGA Tour season. So as we look ahead a few weeks to the Ryder Cup, um, I'm going to ride some momentum with the European team, plus 140. In Italy for
0: the first time. Yes. In Rome. Uh, first of all, Juggy will just brighten up your day. yeah, he is that sort of person He was like that as a caller to ten forty, as I recall, and he is certainly like that now that he's hit the big time as a performing and recording recording artist. We talked about this when the Canucks announced that they were taking auditions and wanted different members of the public to sing the anthem. And we all agree, hey. There's lots of talent in this town and any town, and that's a great platform and springboard for potential, like Juggy, right? Yeah, uh, people who could go pro. But ideally, you have someone who does the anthem in their own unique way. Whether that's Jim Cornelison in Chicago, whether that's Rocher Dusset in Montreal, uh, Lyndon Sluice in Ottawa, for a who was the somebody who was the, who was
2: the uh, Renee in uh, in Boston. Oh, Rene Roncourt. Rene
0: Roncour, yeah. 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 I mean, Mark Donnelly once upon a time. Yeah, it was you know, different, but he yeah. it was his own. And Juggy has that too, right? Like, it's not just go up with a great voice and sing the anthem. It's put your own twist on it, and you have to be very careful because for some people, the anthems are sacred, right? And they want it sung a certain way. But from the moment he stepped foot out there on the Rogers Arena ice to sing the anthem... I think it was pretty clear. We've got a winner here. We've got somebody who's going to be doing this for a long time,
2: and uh, I'm sure he was a hero in the hearts of Canucks executives over the years because Canucks executives want nothing more than a quick anthem. And while Juggy is able to put his own spin on it, his own style on it, he doesn't linger with it either. Appropriately timed.
0: Yeah, that's Uh, one of the hockey game to come immediately. That's one of the things that you. When you give it up to individual singers, yeah. okay, is someone going to elongate <laughs> yeah. their moment in shouldn't the It shouldn't be a seven-minute yeah, exactly. <laughs> someone going to hold that note and hold it and hold it and hold it to let you know how great their singing voice yeah. is. When really they're the appetizer <laughs> to the show that's about to start. We'll get to errors and omissions on uh, tomorrow's program. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed your Labor Day or a minor. Subscribe to us and RankWide wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And, of course, support the community sponsors you hear us talking about. Keep it local.